Good morning. Morning. Welcome to the Corona Diaries, day three. Yeah. And it's a beautiful day. Yeah, first day of spring. Mm. We just got back from a walk in the park. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. So many birds and all the ducks and swans and geese on the lake. The daffodils and trees are just starting to pop out. And people were like, most people smiled and said hi. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Quite like a good atmosphere in the air, really. Yeah. Um, And we don't know what's going on because we haven't looked at the news today. Yeah. We decided last night not to... Well, we kind of said that we were going to watch the news every other day rather than watching it every day just to try and keep some time away from the screen and away from the constant updates and stuff um which i know for some people will probably be like i don't know won't make much sense but i think it's quite important and you know we're gonna watch the news today and we'll find out what was said yesterday and I don't know that it's such a big deal not knowing exactly on the day. Yeah, I think, like, because I was checking the news yesterday. Mm. Um, just didn't watch the government's, like, okay. corona update. Yeah. Um, and I, like, would normally have checked the news by now today. But I am trying to... Uh, be more disciplined with like I'm gonna check the news I'm I'm not gonna check the news at a whim. Uh-huh. I'm not just gonna find myself on BBC website yeah. or The Guardian or something like that because it's very I find it really easy, especially when I'm on the computer, to just like finish one and finish up a little thing I've been working on and then just like flick onto a news mm. channel and just see the especially with rolling updates for mm. a breaking story like this. It's been breaking for like three months now. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what we were talking about the other day, um, just together about like knowing why you're doing something. Yeah. So rather than just like mindlessly going mm-hmm. on to The Guardian or BBC News or yeah. whatever, just like choosing to do it at the time that is right yeah. and then choosing not to do it mm-hmm. again later on or something. Yeah, but, I think choosing not to do it is uh, yeah is important because... We you get it's hard to it's hard to uh, <clears throat> deny that like desire where it's like oh, I wonder what's going on and it'll mm. kind of satisfy you in the second that you check mm-hmm. get a little sense of like um, completion or something mm. but it, it, the more you kind of deny it the better you get at it i think where it's like no i'm not just going to check it because i got nothing else to do i told myself i'm going to check it later today and for me that's been a worthwhile exercise before the coronavirus i was checking the news intentionally like once a week on a friday and it really didn't matter much then like the week the news was kind of like the same as the week before yeah whereas now i do kind of feel a um obligation to a certain extent like it's good to know what's going on yeah at the moment. definitely i definitely feel that too like to some extent i think i'm even more 
like before this, I had distanced myself more from the news and from yeah. all of that, possibly more than you had. Yeah. Like, you know, really wasn't checking it unless mm-hmm. something big had come up and all of that. But now I definitely do feel, yeah, very different. And like it's, at this time, it is really important to know what we are all dealing with together yeah. and not kind of be completely separate from it. Yeah. And there's rules being released every day. Yeah, totally. And- yeah. And it's that, right? You need, you, you, you want to know that you're, you need to know the sort of regulations and restrictions that you're now. Mm. and also like the threat level yeah and i think because they're legitimate reasons the most legitimate reasons to check the news it's easy to just check it all the time yeah so one thing that i'm definitely i think we both are trying to work at is well it comes back to intentionality but being like i'm intentionally gonna not look at the news first thing or last thing yeah um, but yeah, we'll, we'll know what's going on later today. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we did have a, well, this, I guess this comes under a different, another rule that we've written, but we did have last night intentionally as well, a screen last night. So we didn't yeah. watch TV or watch a film or we intentionally just sat and ate dinner without any screens on, no phones near us. And Wishing then... we were watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. We have to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. And we started it with uh, one thing yeah. good that happened to me. So, and today we're going to talk about doing some exercise. Mm-hmm. And right after we finish this, Charlie is going to teach me a yoga class. So it's, uh, it's perfect. Time to talk about why that's a good idea. Because um, it's about, I think, mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. And they're all the same, mm-hmm. bound up in the same thing. And it's something that I've, like, like, I'm a new convert, so I'm, it's easy to be the loudest, uh, what do they call new converts? The, la- like the, the loudest voice in the room? Yeah, almost. Like, the most hardcore believers are the new converts to yeah. the cult. Yeah. Um, but I didn't used to do any exercise, and now I do some every day. Uh, and it's had a huge impact on my life, and it's had a huge impact on my work-at-home life. Because sitting at home all day, well, just not getting your heart racing uh, for good reasons every day, I, I feel worse and more anxious yeah. and more depressed and angry if than if I've really done something that got sweat going. Um, and for the last year, I've been training jujitsu. Uh, a friend of mine was doing it, and I was listening to Joe Rogan, and I uh, went to a local gym, Evolve Combat Academy in North Liverpool, and um, it's like one of the best decisions I've made ever, I think. And I'm already really missing it. I haven't done it in a week. And it's like, I can tell that I'm not as, uh, I don't have as good mental health now as I did when I was doing it every day or every other day because I was doing it three, four times a week. And I suppose the unique thing there as well is that 
you know, that jiu-jitsu class for you is not just a chance to go and work out. Yeah. It's contact with other human beings, yeah. like physical contact yeah. with other human beings. Yeah. And a social yeah. thing as well. And you yeah. rode your bike there and yeah. back, like a 40-minute journey. Yeah. And so. that cardio was one of the biggest. Like, yeah, the social stuff was huge and the physical contact was huge uh, and the you don't need to say was it'll happen again it's not yeah, over. yeah yeah no 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 <laughs> it's just press pause to it but yeah. uh you don't ha i'm not going to press pause on going for bike rides yeah until they lock the place down or and even if you're inside uh like well yoga the body weight training uh or like a kettlebell or something like that or weights if you got them or yeah so for me, my like physical, the physical movement and exercise, I guess, part of my day and my daily routine, um, definitely the majority of it is yoga. Um, and yoga is something that I've been practicing for years and years now and started teaching just about a year ago. Um, and I don't know, I was just listening to what you were saying, Ben, about like, how you know that thing of getting up a sweat and like feeling kind of out of breath being a really important part of like maintaining mental health which it is and I've like tried to really increase my like cardio and mm. weight training stuff a bit recently because there came a point where I was literally just doing yoga but for me what I I think what helps me and supports me in physical movement and what I'm always going to physical movement for is the sense of embodiment and being in my body and like coming out of being in my head as much you know when I'm at work and when I'm just sort of like walking through and thinking through my daily life the time that I take to get onto the mat and do a practice or even, you know, train with a resistance band or a kettlebell. For me, it's always about just the feeling of actually now being in my body and noticing the sensations in my body and not having, not having that feeling of needing to respond to some stream of consciousness mm. or some running theme or thought in my head. Like now what I'm responding to is, the shifting of movement from one leg to the other and the, you know, how can I move in a way that feels really good for my body? So it's, it immediately brings me into the present moment. Um, so I would count physical movement for me as a big part of my meditation practice as well. Um, very often when I try to sit and meditate, if I haven't moved beforehand, I like can't really do it. It feels very forced and just a lot harder mm. to me um so i think that's that would be my sort of another big reason why it's important to get some movement just knowing how it feels to be in your body and when you start doing that you start noticing all the little places you've been like clenching all day as well and like how actually your shoulders have been up around your ears and you can take a breath and just let those things relax and you start to discover more about yourself as well through doing them. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, interesting to hear you talk about it because we, 
do exercise quite differently. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love you. Uh, Thanks. I love you. <laughs> leading me through a yoga practice. Yeah. And I love being led through a yoga practice because it kind of gets me high or stoned in a very physical, <laughs> like by the end, I'm just on the mat, lying there, just like blissed out in uh -huh. a way. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I've been in, almost shown to, I've been walked through how to focus on the movement. Yeah. And I think because mm -hmm. I've spent a lot less time developing that skill myself where I can focus on my own movement. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't interest me as much, or I haven't spent enough time with it. But I normally, like, if I'm just doing stretching, but then that normally turns into body weight training and throwing a kettlebell around and stuff like that as well. I normally have a lecture in the background or a podcast. Mm. Yeah, which blows my mind. Because <laughs> I see it as like I can gain, I can gain muscle, I can get more flexible, I can get my heart rate going, but I can also learn some interesting shit. From like Joe Rogan, but I was the one I'm on right now is anybody who's interested in psychology, there's an open course where uh, MIT Psychology 101, with like 25 lectures, and I'm just on the last one right now, and it's like unbelievable. It's MIT, so it's like mm. top level sh mm. shit, but mm -hmm. it's just it's, it's intro year one, so you can kind of wrap your head around it. But anyway, I like, I love being led. I love what being uh, I love what doing yoga with it in the hands of a professional can do to me. But like, I also like just sweating listening to a, mm -hmm. uh, a podcast mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, definitely. And like, if I get on a treadmill, I need to be listening to mm. some thing, like mm -hmm. a podcast or like. You're not gonna focus on your legs. No. Like... Yeah. No. Not as much. If I went out for a run outside, I I don't yeah. know. I probably wouldn't take yeah. something, but. Um, this might be something interesting for us to look into like later down the line now isn't yeah. the time to get into it and I'm not trying to like criticize what you're doing but <laughs> <laughs> well it's multitasking and I don't know people say yeah. that you shouldn't be doing that and I feel like I have read somewhere I think possibly in that Peter Blackaby intelligent yoga book some research into how like gaining new muscle and like working with the tissues of the body um like you do when you're doing physical exercise actually the body doesn't respond and reap the benefits from that as much when you're not bringing your awareness to it as well as when you are like there's something about connecting the awareness of that part of your body and that movement that you're doing and the benefits and the quality yeah, of it as that well. Makes sense. I totally buy buy that. Yeah. But I might be willing to just take eighty percent or fifty percent oh, sure. of the lecture because yeah. yeah. sometimes I'm not focusing on what they're saying. Yeah, and I'm not trying to say there isn't a place for like. But yeah, every time. Yeah. Don't need to do it every time. And sometimes I definitely. Or don't. like just have yoga as that form of movement yeah. that you that you don't have something else on and you don't. When you're throwing yeah. a kettlebell around, it can be good to have something to look yeah. at. <laughs> it's, I guess, just varying it up. Because I do know that when I just do push-ups, even without any background stuff, mm. um, I do way better push-ups. Mm. My form is, I'm focusing on my form. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I'm focusing on a, a conversation or whatever, I just kind of do them and they're sloppy. Yeah. 
and, and it, your breath as well hey yeah, because it's yeah. much harder to know and hear your own breath yeah when you're yeah, yeah. i'm almost holding it sometimes to hear what they're saying <laughs> yeah um but yeah i just think like the however you do it it's yeah good, totally know? and if you want to get into it you know whilst listening to a podcast or music like yeah. that's better than getting yeah. than not doing it yeah. like a hundred percent yeah, and um, I know Charlie uses Eckhart Yoga, the website with full of boss yoga teachers. Yeah, um, there's plenty there's of, of free them. stuff out there too. Yeah, like just on YouTube, yeah. there's so many. When I wanted to learn how to do yeah. a deadlift with our kettlebell, yeah. there's just you know hundreds of free tu- tutorials. Yeah. There's yoga with Adrienne on YouTube that you can like get for free. But there's also yeah, like Eckhart Yoga, Yoga Glow, uh, Mindful Strength all these kind of platforms that you can pay for and there's like loads of classes. Yeah. Um, and videos are sweet. Like I've watched, that's how I first started. I was watching like home workouts on mm-hmm, YouTube and just mm-hmm. following along and you get to follow along with someone. Yeah. And it, when you first start, that's how it was good to first start. Cause I was kind of like, what am I doing? Yeah. And I just do it on my own. Yeah. So it's nice to be shown. And now I've just taken what works for me. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, definitely. Again, it's like finding what works for you. Yeah. Yeah, and don't feel like you have to do any one particular thing, but yeah. find something that, like, gives you pleasure to do, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a couple of teachers that I follow because what they do just feels good and right to me, and yeah. I don't feel like I should be, you know, necessarily doing other people's stuff, yeah. you know? Um. And also just to say that I'm going to start recording yoga classes as well. So if they get up onto a place that's, you know, widely accessible to anybody with a laptop, then I will post the link and let you know where to find them. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing them. Mm-hmm. Cool, so get the hearts going. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. One thing we haven't said which we can come back to when we do meditation, but also um, all the research that's out there about um, physical exercise and the nervous system. And your central nervous system is incredibly important in um, supporting immunity as well, and like your immune system. So... Can you think of where you read something? Um, I mean, again, in Peter Blackaby, yeah. his book, Intelligent Yoga, there's a whole introduction and he talks a lot about how yoga taps directly into the central nervous system but also that um the body keeps the score Bessel van der Kolk yeah he definitely talks about it um just like any ways of getting into the parasympathetic nervous system is what it's called so the sympathetic nervous system is when it's like fight or flight when you're responding quickly and in the moment you know firefighting and if you're constantly in that state in the the sympathetic nervous system you know your stress levels are high um you know your your nervous system's kind of out of whack you won't be breathing properly blood your blood pressure will be high digestive system probably isn't working well sleep patterns probably aren't good Adrenaline yeah exactly so yoga gets into the parasympathetic nervous mm. system and especially because it focuses on the breath and the yeah. mindfulness, yeah. the awareness. Yeah. Um, but obviously there are other things that you can do to do that, like, you know, guided relaxations, meditation. Yeah. Um, but anything that will get you 
get the nervous system into a more balanced, soothed state. If you go for a run, you're going to be panting. Yeah. You're going to be breathing. Yeah. Activated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I guess especially at the moment because we're in relative fight or flight mode. Even if you don't think that you're necessarily getting stressed by this stuff, it will be having an impact on yeah. all of us yeah. at like a subconscious emotional smell level it in the yeah. stress on other people yeah yeah so i just wanted to get that in yeah, because nice. there that is there's a big link to that and your ability to fight off diseases and mm. virus and mm. Follow Jocko Willink if you want some motivation oh on my God. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. That dude will just blow your mind. But yeah, uh, stay safe out there. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for see, listening. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.